Welcome, Cracker Barrel family. This is another edition of Barrelcast. Today we've got as a, a guest Mark Trabuki, uh, the RVP of Region 5. And Mark, we want to get to know a little about you. And I've heard you call it this before. It's an, an elevator speech. Um, and, and I know you had a, a specific ex, uh, experience with that. Do you, sure. you want to just kind of lead off, let us know who you are? And Yeah, absolutely. Good morning, Matthew. It's, it's, it's great to be a part of the, the cast here. Um, certainly looking forward to it. And, and yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I learned it to be an elevator speech due to a very specific uh, incident that happened uh, many years ago. Uh, we actually uh, we were at a GM conference in Florida, and uh, I had, you know, it, it was one of those conferences where, you know, I, I, I had to move rooms or, or something along those lines. So um, I ended up being put in uh, a, a, high, a higher floor in a building. And so I was coming down for the conference for the day. And when I got into the elevator, uh, the elevator came down one floor. And as the doors opened, uh, Sandy Cochran walked in. And uh, there I was in, with my lanyard. Uh, sort of, I mean, I said hello and, you know, knew exactly who, who Sandy was at the time. I don't necessarily know if Sandy knew who I was at the time. Um, but uh, I remember her looking at me and asked me how, you know, if I enjoyed the conference. And she, you know, I said, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. And there I was, uh, you know, some 20 floors up, uh, riding the elevator down with Sandy and having to, you know, spur the moment, have to talk about myself. And, uh, you know, as a, after that experience, I really thought about the number of times during my career and, and the number of times uh, both I have had to and have asked people to, quote, unquote, tell me a little bit about yourself. And I can't tell you how oftentimes I hear, well, what, what do you want to know? Uh, so it's always really a good idea to have uh, an elevator speech in the can, as it were. So um, for me, um, look, I, I was born in New York. I was raised in Rhode Island, uh, went to school in New Hampshire, uh, which is where I met my wife, uh, got into the restaurant business after I got out of college. Um, you know, I was actually, I worked in the restaurant business all through college, but when I got out of college, I, I stayed in the restaurant business and uh, ended up uh, moving down to uh, Virginia uh, with Cracker Barrel. And, you know, one of the reasons I got on board with Cracker Barrel was not that they paid me the most or had the best benefits, but they were going to pay to move. And at 24 years old, uh, that's pretty cool. So they paid to move me. I moved down to Ashland, Virginia. And, um, Began my career with Cracker Barrel as an associate manager at uh, 248 Ashland, Virginia. Uh, from there, I was promoted to a general manager about 18 months uh, and took over the Manassas, Virginia location. Uh, had no business being a GM at that time. I, I was still new, didn't know enough about Cracker Barrel, but I had a patient or I had a, a DM who was willing to work with me and, and, uh, and, and show me the ropes, and he did just that. Um, and I, I was the GM there for probably about eight years. Uh, decided to open a store in Front Royal, Virginia, about 40 minutes west of where I was, and did that for about two and a half, three years. Um, at that time, uh, I wanted to get promoted to be a DM, um, and they asked for my relocation status, and I told them I'll go anywhere above sea level. Um, apparently, somebody thought that was really funny because they sent me to Oklahoma. Uh, so I uh, went to Oklahoma for about eight or nine years, and then uh, never, was, never sold my house in Virginia. So when the opportunity came up for me to be a regional vice president, 
Um, I was fortunate enough to move back to the uh, Virginia market and move back into the home that I purchased in Front Royal, Virginia, uh, which was roughly about 12 years earlier. And I've been a regional vice president now for Region 5 uh, for going on about three and a half years. So uh, it'll be four years in January. So that's uh, that's kind of my my elevator speech, if you will. It's probably a little bit longer than 20 floors, but uh, you can short that up if you like. Well, you know, I, I, hopefully it's not as uh, stressful uh, here as it was uh, with the uh, CEO of the company either. Certainly not. So this is a podcast really about growing and development inside of work. Uh, were there any particular points along the way that you took action and uh, either developed yourself or sought out that development from somebody? What's that part yeah. of your story? Yeah, I think, you know, as you go along, I think every time you, you find yourself in a new position, uh, you, you start with really a, a sense of you don't know what you don't know. And uh, that certainly happened for me more than any other position when I went from general manager to district manager. Um, without question, the hardest transition uh, any leader can take is going from single unit uh, leadership to multi-unit leadership. Uh, the reason for that is because realistically, Everything that you did at the single unit phase um, is mostly what's going to help you to fail at the multi-unit phase. So, um, and, and like most district managers, I've almost failed miserably uh, in the multi-unit phase in the first three years. Um, I was trying to lead seven stores individually, and, uh, you know, I, I felt that, you know, the only answer to the problem was to throw more of my time at it, more of my personal effort at it. And so I really didn't do a great job of developing others. I didn't do a great job of, you know, challenging the leaders within my uh, first district uh, to grow, uh, to learn more about their business, to take ownership. Uh, I didn't do a great job of explaining their responsibilities well enough. Um, in many cases, I took over their responsibilities and did things because I could do it faster or better. Um, and, and really, after about two or three years of me, you know, not necessarily being very successful, I was fortunate to uh, have someone in the organizational development department uh, reach out to me and really kind of help me understand my role as a DM. Uh, I began to read a lot more, uh, which I didn't necessarily do as much of as in the beginning. Uh, so I began to learn more about myself, more about my leadership style, and, and quite frankly, more about what I could do differently to better support my GMs, my associates, and build a team that was, frankly, self-sufficient. Um, so uh, I, I, I was able to do that, thankfully, uh, or else I probably wouldn't even be with the company anymore. They, I probably, they probably would have let me go. Um, so, but, um, yeah, so that was a real challenge to learn how to just get better, right? Um, and a lot of that was uh, – how to, how to use the reporting that we got, how to have good critical conversations, and how to challenge my team to, to really get better at their role as well. So, yeah, that, that was probably the biggest challenge for me and, and where I really had to apply the most energy on my own personal development. Well, thank you so much. I mean, that's a very transparent conversation, so I appreciate that. 
Well, I thank you for your your time today. I think those are some sure. some fantastic words of wisdom, and I look forward to having you uh, as a guest to continue this conversation about uh, particularly new DMs, but it really applies yeah. probably across their their career depending yeah. on what they're working on. So, thank you for your time. Yeah, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Anytime, uh, you know, this is you know, I get passionate about this stuff when it comes to working with people and, and helping people get better. Um, this is, uh, I'm happy to help in any way. It's, it's been a pleasure speaking with you this morning.